To the Mary Mac Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. How are you doing, my friend, my warrior? I certainly hope you are feeling a little bit better this week. And even though I know it's the Christmas season, I hope you are trying to find a sense of comfort, a sense of peace, even though you are missing your special loved one. If this is the first year that you've experienced the death of a loved one, and consequently the first holiday season after their death, there's no doubt that you will be experiencing a painful time. I hope you will feel me wrapping my arms around you and hugging you so tight. Last week, we spoke about your children and teens, and this week, we will focus in on your young adults as well as people who are alone and lonely, people who are in the latter stages of their life, like your grandparents, parents, aunts, and uncles. Our young adults, usually those who are away at college or university, or have set up a home somewhere far away for their new career, these are the people in your life who have ventured out from your family home perhaps in an apartment somewhere else. It could be a few blocks away. It could be in the same community that you're currently living in. But it could also be a completely different state or area, maybe in a completely different country. They may or may not have been able to come home for the holidays this year. I want you to realize that if you've experienced the death of a family member, and this may be their first Christmas without them also, that your young adults are missing your attention and love that they used to get when they were living home with you. It is important, especially whether they are at home or online this year, that you speak to them personally, privately, and find out exactly how they're doing. You haven't seen them in a while. Maybe you haven't been able to call them as frequently as you might have preferred. If you had a chance to speak to them online through Skype or Zoom, 
then you can get a much better sense of how they're doing. But if you've only used the phone call or a text, it might have been easy for them to mask their pain. So please take the time to do an online chat with them where you can see them face-to-face and have a serious private conversation to find out what's really going on. Be honest with them. Let them know that you're having a hard time too. And it's perfectly okay for them to be having a hard time when you're dealing with the death of a loved one. They may not have been able to find a good support system where they live now. Maybe their friends just don't understand their pain and really don't want to be involved with it either. So many young adults can be afraid to talk about deep issues, and this leads your young adults scrambling for someone to understand them. Do you have another family member who would be willing to shepherd your young adult? Maybe that's your sister and their aunt. Maybe that's your brother and their uncle. Maybe that's your father or mother and their grandparents. There is no reason why another family member cannot help your young adult on a regular basis with phone calls and chats, just to check in with them and make sure that they are doing okay. They may want to claim their independence, but when a death touches a family, they need your support too. They just might be too embarrassed to ask for it because they've grown up now and they think they need to take responsibility for themselves. Sure, they will think that their younger siblings would be in need of attention, but not necessarily themselves. So don't assume that they are doing just fine when they live so far away from you because that may not be the case. Especially if they are not in a committed relationship, they may feel completely alone and lonely on a regular basis, and it's only their work that gives them any sense of community, and if they're not the type of individual to join groups, they may not have as many friends who could understand their pain. So check in on them regularly. Perhaps set up a time each week where you absolutely, without fail, speak to them. Maybe it's a Thursday evening at 9 p.m. Maybe it's first thing on Sunday morning. Whatever works for the two of you. But make it a regular time so they can bank on your attention at that time. And when they come home for the holidays, if they're able to, secure private time with them side by side, cuddled up in the blanket, and simply ask that wonderful question. So how are you doing? Tell me. I'd like to know. And like your teens, give them all the permissions that they may need. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be sad and just feel frightened. We never expected this to happen but we are slowly moving forward, even though we really don't like what's going on. And no, it's not fair. There are so many things in life that aren't fair, and we just have to deal with them the best way we know how. Love on them. Hug them. Comfort them. Kiss them. Be there for them.
Now I'd like to talk about the people in your life who are older, perhaps very frail. Some may be your relatives, your grandparents, perhaps even great-grandparents, or older aunts and uncles whom you cherish. There may also be a great many people in your life that you know who are alone and lonely. They have lost their spouses, even lost some of their children. They too are hurting at the holiday after losing someone special in their life. Yet often we are so consumed by our own pain that we don't take the time to consider what they may be going through. If you have lost a child and they have lost a grandchild, they are hurting too. And sometimes it is very difficult for them to express this to you especially during the holidays when they know it's an even more stressful time. Actually, our older population walks on eggshells. They want to help us, but they don't know what to do. And they are really hoping that you will reach out to them because they are missing their grandchild as well. They want to be a part of your holiday season, but they don't want to intrude too much. They walk down a very slippery slope, trying to be there for you and yet give you the time you need to personally deal with your grief. They may be dealing with health complications. They may be dealing with serious mental issues like dementia. They may be in a nursing or healthcare facility. Yet wherever they are, please try to take some time to either be with them or write to them. Skype or Zoom with them with the help of the nursing staff so they could be a part of your holiday gatherings, even if it has to be online. If visitors are welcome, perhaps you can all go to the facility with the rest of your family after dinner and bring dessert and good cheer. And don't forget to take lots of photos. I realize it can seem overwhelming, and you would just like to be able to slip under the covers and not come out again until next year. But if you take some quiet time to consider everyone's needs, including your own, with the help of your children and other family members, I suspect that you can come up with a wonderful plan that will please everyone, most importantly you. Now, all of us know individuals who have lost loved ones, maybe the same loved one we are grieving for, and they are alone and most likely lonely. They're the people who we've placed the word aunt or uncle to their name, but technically they aren't our aunt or uncle, but they should be. They're the ones who really make an impact on our lives. Maybe they're our mother's best friend. Maybe they're our dad's best friend. Maybe they're one of our grandparents' best friends. And you know at this late stage of life that they will more than likely spend the holidays alone. Perhaps they live too far from you to be able to have them over for dinner. They are sad for your loss. They are sad for their former losses. They just want to feel included and sent a whole lot of love and attention in some way. Maybe that's an invitation to your meal, which they would cherish if they are in your vicinity 
Maybe that's a phone call. Maybe even a video chat where all the members of your family who are gathered together at your home that day could get on a video chat and wish them well. You can make so many people feel loved by just taking a little time to consider who might be alone right now. So I bless you for thinking of our older folks this season. Yes, this season, this holiday season, might look a little different, but all of you will get through this, and I'm believing that you will become closer in the process. I wish you a peaceful Christmas. Remember to be tender with your heart. So now, let's get up and dance, dance, dance. I know you think this is silly, but please do it for me anyway, okay? Thank you for listening in today. Remember to continue to write five things each evening in your journal that you are grateful for. Please subscribe to my podcast wherever you listen to me and share with those who may benefit from it as well. If you can support my podcast, I'd appreciate that too. And as always, remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak with you again soon.